Welcome to episode 20 of Simply Fitness and Nutrition with me, Mark. And in today's episode, I'm going to discuss how to set up your own gym program. Now, this post comes off the back of a blog post that I wrote about, I think it was a couple of months ago now. But if you want to read that, I'll uh, put that in the, the show notes at the bottom. I'll put a link to that. And it's really main, mainly aimed at people that are not currently working with a coach who may be already in the gym, but sort of not following any kind of structured gym program at the minute. And just really want a little bit of guidance on on what the starting point should be and some things really to consider to get you set up in the gym and, and give you the best chance of sort of achieving your goals, really, and making the most of your time in there. There's nothing worse than than spending months and months and months in the gym, just really hit and miss just a couple of sessions a week here and there and not really making any progress. And I think that is what one of the main things that puts people off the gym, the lack of progress. And a lot of that comes down to planning and not really knowing what you're doing once you're in there, I suppose, is another big, big reason for that. So hopefully this will give you a little bit of guidance, a little bit of structure. And of course, if you want to, if you want to go a little bit further than this po- than this podcast, then obviously you can work with me and I'll, I'll tell you how you can do that at the end. But yeah, to, to start off this post then, uh, setting up your own gym program. I think there's ma- five main areas that you want to consider and I'll just briefly run through these now. So I think you need to consider having a goal. You need to consider how many days a week you can train. You then need to consider your exercise selection you're going to have to think about your sets reps and rest and the final thing is progression and i think if you can get all these things right or on the right track then you will definitely achieve um, your goal i think it's important i'll probably add one more thing on there at the end and, and which goes goals for anything really in the gym any goal is consistency so consistency is massive you can follow all these things that i'm going to tell you but if you don't do them consistently then you're not going to achieve your goals and that is that is the main thing that's helped me back in the past on certain goals it's being consistent things get in the way and 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 for for most people or for a lot of people the first thing that you kind of when you get busy the first thing that that goes out the window is sort of your exercise and i think if you want to achieve a goal you've really got to prioritize that and it should be a non-negotiable if you like so let's get started then so first of all thinking about your goal so you want to select a goal and when i'm talking about goal you actually want to what you want to get out of your program so if your goal is to build muscle, um, try and get a little bit more specific. Try and dig a little deeper into that. Why do you want to build muscle? Um, give yourself a time frame on that goal. So rather than just saying you want to get fit, you need to be a bit more specific. Because then once you've got that goal in mind, and and, it, and by the way, it doesn't matter how far away this goal might be if you currently weigh 30 stone but you want to be um a fitness model that that's fine we just need to break that down obviously into smaller goals but it's really good to have that 
uh, vision of where you want to get to, no matter how long it's going to take you. I think that's really important because a lot of people go into the gym not really knowing what they want to get out of it. And and, and that really can hold you back as well. So really be specific on, on your goal and really be specific on, on a time frame. So that is the first thing that you need to get right. Whatever your goal is, this process will still be relevant for each. So just bear in mind that the next four things that I'm going to talk about are going to vary depending on your goal. Um, but I think what I'll do with, with, with this podcast, I'll try and relate it to to different goals. In my recent blog post, I concentrated more on muscle building and 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 basing it off that goal. But I'll try and give you a few different examples just to make this a little bit more universal for for everyone. So next, once you've got your goal, the next thing that you need to consider, uh, how many days per week can you train? Now, obviously, it's going to be dictated by the goal. And like that last one, if you want to be a fitness model, you're going to need to train more than once a week. It's going to be a bigger commitment to you. As a starting point, let's say you're a complete beginner and you're currently not training at all. Once a week is a realistic amount of time to train. And obviously there's other variables that you might need to, that you'll need to get right, should I say, but you will start to see improvements from one session a week, 100%, as long as we can get other things uh, aligned as well. So, be really clear on how much time you can commit to this goal. How many days per week can you train? Don't straight away say, yeah, I can do five. I've, I've trained a lot of people where straight away you, you have a conversation with them and from the start they commit to five sessions a week. And then week one, they get in one, one session that week. So straight away they're seeing that as a negative because they feel like they've failed because they've only achieved that one session a week. So don't over, it's not oversell yourself. Don't, don't be, don't over exaggerate the amount of times that you, you feel you can get into the gym, be realistic with it. Um, set yourself a smaller amount of times and then build up. So that's really important before you even think of it, actually what you're going to do in the gym. We need to make sure that you can get there a certain amount of times a week and I don't really talk about it much in my post but also another thing to consider is for how long are them sessions going to be now if you're going to be doing more resistance training um, there's a chance that between 45 minutes to an hour you can get a huge amount of work done in the gym I personally train three to five times a week I have mine quite flexible. It's always a minimum of three times a week, but sometimes it's as high as five. And I never do more than an hour. Um, there's a style, and I just do resistance training, and I can achieve everything that I want to achieve in, in that hour. So you don't need to be killing yourself for two hours. You don't need to be coming to the gym and doing four classes and then coming back and doing another two hours on a, cross trainer and treadmill and whatever you want to do you don't need to commit that much time 
so again this is very goal dependent if you want to be a fitness model and you you're quite out of shape at the minute maybe you do need to commit commit a bit more time but for the majority of the people and now we're in the gym is is enough so yeah be really clear on how many times a week how long them sessions are going to be so then you need to think about the actual structure of them days so do you need to have a rest day in between sessions? I would say most people probably do. Um, depending again on your fitness level, on your training history, if you're starting out, I would advise something like if you was going to do three sessions a week, really easy way of doing it is you train Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you have them rest days in between the two, in between the three sessions, and then you potentially have weekend off. So that's a, a really basic way of setting it up. Obviously, it depends on your schedule and your time. But if you can't get days off uh, between, depending on your style of training, you might just hit different muscle groups on them days. Again, but that's very specific to, to, to you and your goal. Now, after we've decided how many sessions a week, we've got a goal, how many sessions a week we're going to do, we know how long we're going to spend in the gym on each session. We then, only then do we start looking at exercise selection and what you're actually going to do in there. And on my uh, post on my website, I mentioned about uh, the, the key areas or the key movements you want to include in your program. And I added these in because I feel like they're universal to absolutely everyone, no matter what your goal is. I think if you can do some form of these five movements, uh, it's going to really help you towards achieving something, something really good in the gym. So these five movement movements are a squat, a deadlift, a row, a pressing movement, and a hip thrust. They're the five that I selected that I feel like your program should be built around these exercises um, with extra movements added in there. So if you're, I'm not gonna go through that. If your goal, whatever your goal is, include these five movements within your session, within your plan. And I would advise you as well to get these movements in your session early. So. It's, once you've done your warm up and your stretches, your dynamic stretches, you want to be hitting probably two of these movements each session, depending again on, on your history. You might only have one of these movements in each session. So to give you a really brief example, if you're training Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that example I used, you might do um, a squat, a back squat on a Monday. You might do a deadlift on a Wednesday and you might do maybe a bench press on a on a Friday and then obviously other exercises on them days. But them three exercises will be your first exercise on each of them days because you want to get that big movement out of the way first while you're fresh. Um, there's no point leaving it at the end of the session when you've done, I don't know, or when you've already done maybe four exercises and then you, you're starting to fatigue a little bit. So you want to get that out of the way early while you're fresh and you can perform that movement in the best way possible. It also can potentially prevent injury as well because uh, there's, there's more that can go wrong with, with the bigger, more compound movements, more muscle groups working. So, yeah, so definitely include a form of them five that I mentioned. I'll just mention them again. So you've got a squat. And when I say a squat, it can be goblet squat where the weight's at the front, 
A front squat obviously is the same, but with a bar, uh, it can be a back squat with the, the bars on your back. Um, it can be, um, hack squat. It can be some sort of squatting machine that you might use overhead squat, a little bit more rare. Um, but yeah, so there, there are a few examples it can use. You've got deadlifts, you can use just the, the, uh, conventional deadlift or sumo style, you can stiff leg deadlifts. There's, there's, there's loads of different variations of these movements. Um, a rowing movements, so you might do a bent over row or a, a dumbbell row. Um, press, you've got your military press or overhead press, shoulder press, you've got your bench press, dumbbell chest press. So they're this kind of pressing movements that I'm talking about. And then you've got a hip thrust, which is um, the hip thrust is a bar across across the hips, uh, shoulder blades on the bench, dropping your hips down, driving your hips up, squeezing your glutes at the top. You can do another form of that, um, which I tend to start people on, which is like a, a bridge, so a weighted bridge. So rather than taking the bench away, you're lying on the floor and you're still doing that sort of um, hip extension movement. So where you drive them hips up, Again, squeezing your glutes at the top. So they're the, the five movements, and I think they should be in everybody's program. And then the next thing you need to think about once you've got your exercise exercises selected and in order, and you, you, you're sort of on your way then to sort of developing your program, you need to think about the reps, the sets, and the rest that, you, that you're doing. Again, this is dependent on your goal. Now, I don't want to cover each rep range for each goal because we'll be here all day but if we take uh, the example of let's take the example of somebody that has never trained before they're just starting in the gym i would advise someone in that situation probably to work around the rep range of somewhere between maybe 12 to 15 reps and anywhere from one to three sets of that in between each set, you're going to want at least a minute to a minute and a half rest. A minute and a half should be enough, really, probably in, with with the amount the amount of weight you'll be moving. If you're if you're a beginner, you should be fully recovered. But again, that depends on your sort of fit, current fitness level. But there's just a really brief example. Um. I'm not going to go too in depth about that, but we need to we need to figure that out. And if you want a little bit more guidance on that specific to your goal, um, then please just drop me an email at Mark at Coach Clegg, um, and I will give you some some personal guidance on that for you. But yeah, so we need to select that. So we need to select your sets, reps, and rest. Um, in the in the blog post that i wrote i went into a little bit more detail on muscle building and the things you want to think about um i talked a little bit about failure talked a little bit about mechanical tension and muscle damage and metabolic stress so if you want to have a read about that have a little look at, at the at the blog post i'm not going to go too much into it there but i gave you a little bit of a takeaway on 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 the blog post um and it was more about uh, muscle building um, so the, the recent studies that are out showed that within a full session, you want to hit uh, each muscle group with around 10 to 20 sets. 
over the full session and working in a rep range of somewhere between six and 12. And then the rest periods were around 60 to, to 90 seconds were, were the best for, for muscle growth. So there's a, a little bit of an example of what you might follow if your goal is to, to build, build muscle. And then finally, I'll touch a little bit more on, on progression. Now, we've got your goal set. We've got your day set of the week when you're going to train. We've got your exercises selected reps, sets, rest, all planned out. The next thing we need to ensure that we're doing is progressing them. At the start, you might progress session by session or week by week. As you get uh, more of an intermediate trainer, if you like, so as you get past the maybe six month, 12 month mark, progression might start to slow down a little bit more. But where possible, you want to try and keep matching what you've done the week before or just progressing in different ways rather than just increasing your weight so just to touch on that point it when i'm talking about progression i'm talking about progressive overload and what progressive overload is basically making something a little bit more challenging for the body over time our body will adapt and um it will it will not get used to, but it will adapt to the stimulus that we provide it. So what we need to do over time is gradually make things more challenging for the body so that we keep progressing. Now, there's a, loads of different ways that you can make your sessions harder. And I provide a big list on, on the, the blog post, but just to cover a few so you can add more reps, to an exercise, you can do more sets of a certain exercise, you can have less rest in between uh, in between sets, you can do more sessions over the week, you can change the tempo of a movement, you might include different exercises, and you might include more advanced training methods such as supersets or giant sets or drop sets things like that so there's loads of different ways that was just a few that i've mentioned there that you can do to make your uh exercise harder and i didn't even mention adding weight to the bar or the the dumbbells or whatever you're using so there are loads of different ways you can make it more challenging for you so you to ensure that you are progressing. And as I say, yeah, you just want to bear that in mind when you are training. Um, don't be disheartened if you don't progress. There might be sessions, even as a beginner, where the next week or the, or the next session, should I say, or the session after, your weights kind of stay the same. In some cases, your weights might go down. And that can be due to loads of different factors. You might have had a lack of sleep the night before training. You might not have eaten as well. Um, you just might feel a little bit more fatigued. Sometimes there's not really an answer to why. Um, and what you might find is after that session that you didn't do as well, the session after that, you progress and sometimes you might double double the weight. So it's, it's very strange how it works. Um, there's not a lot of answers for some things. The main thing is to what I mentioned right at the start is to remain consistent around your training. And that will 
over time ensure that you start to progress and get get closer to your goals now as as things um progress and as you get as you do start progressing and start seeing improvements in your performance um, there may be time where you're gonna have to change this program now the main reason why trainers such as myself will ch change programs every six to eight weeks maybe 12 weeks is not necessarily to do with your body adapting and getting used to it is like a lot of people think and you you'll stop progressing it's not that because as long as we're following progressive overload within that session we can still get get the most out of you it's more really for your enjoyment so if you start to get a little bit bored of training then that's when you might want to mix it up and add a few new exercises in there but then be aware that them new exercises you might start at a lower starting point weight wise and you'll have to then start to to build them up and, and progress on them so yeah i think that covers everything i wanted to cover in this in this podcast um hopefully i've not rambled on too much it's like i say it's been over well it's been about a month since i last lasted a podcast it's good to good to get one back out there and I will get back to that one podcast a week, starting from next week. If you've got any questions at all on today's podcast, just drop me an email, Mark at Coach Clegg. If you want to read the blog post that I've referred to a lot throughout this podcast, I'll leave a link in the description of the uh, the show notes. And if you want to know a little bit more about what slots I have available to work with me one-to-one -one or even for online training. Again, just drop me an email or go on my website and fill out an inquiry form and I'll get back to you uh, as soon as possible. But as always, thanks for listening and taking the time to, um, yeah, to, to listen to me waiter on for 20 odd minutes. If you've enjoyed it and if you know someone that might enjoy the podcast as well, please share with them. Um, I really appreciate it. And also, please leave me a review if you uh, haven't already. That would be great, um, as long as it's five star. Um, but, yeah, thanks a lot for listening, and I'll see you soon.